away. Oh, thanks for joining us, Karen, from Mississippi. Show coding, start live streaming. Ready, set, go. Be a good idea for me to frame that properly before I turn it on. And now it says there's no audio on the YouTube. Oh, that's horrible. How could that possibly be? But I can fix it. There we go. I think my cat's trying to get in. Hello, Zora. I hope that makes for good television. That's going to be really loud. Okay. So, YouTube is up and running. Seems like Facebook is still doing, trying to reconnect. This may be the problem. We may just have too much going on to try and do all of this at once. But, we'll give it a try. So, YouTube. Well, we've got all this up and running. In case this is working, I presume it is. Anyway, um, we started testing all of this stuff earlier today because I have missed uh, have missed talking to y'all to myself and just in general. Wow, that's plenty loud. Let's turn this down just a touch. Okay. Now that's got a horrible echo. Hey Zora, how are you doing? Good, good. So if anybody could tell me how the audio on Facebook sounds, that'd be awesome. I just got it pulled back up. Oh yeah, there we go. That sounds pretty good. And YouTube. YouTube is pretty loud. way more comfortable to listen to that audio yeah oh that's okay better to be able to turn it down and not need it so YouTube is coming in and out wonderful wonderful wonderful, wonderful. Uh, so I'm not 
so interested in the video as I am the comments. And like I said, we're going to be talking about truth, love, and peace as people stick around. Hopefully, if, if you can stick around, you will stick around. Um, I guess uh, now that we got all this up and running, a little anecdote, what I've been up to lately. Uh, I have been practicing and trying to be a stand-up comedian, which... Uh, it's funny. <laughs> I don't know from whose perspective. Sometimes mine, sometimes other people's. But uh, it's very entertaining. Uh, I feel like it's something I should have been doing a long time ago. And it's a lot of fun. And it's also one of those things that hopefully will allow me the opportunity to travel a bunch. Which is going to be fun. Uh, looking forward to that. And... It's also allowed me to think about some things like truth, love, and peace. And I have not... I haven't explained it to a lot of people, I guess. Um, sorry. Got distracted. So, like I was saying, um, I haven't explained truth, love, and peace, and, and my whole philosophy to a lot of people. Rand said, turn the volume up. All right, just in case, we'll do this. We'll put this back where it was. think that's where it was so there you go uh, hopefully that sounds better let me know if it doesn't rant um, I don't really need these so I'm just gonna sit back and relax and try and figure out how to get into this so what is truth love and peace well everybody has a worldview and everybody has a philosophy and truth love and peace is my worldview and my philosophy. And right now, Facebook Live is trying to reconnect and it's struggling but hopefully it'll come back either way the uh, the YouTube is holding strong and the audio recordings there so Facebook can jump back in when uh, whenever they get around to it I guess what is going on with Facebook I'm not giving up on you, Facebook. You can do it. See? There it is. So. Yay, it came back. 
At least it looks like it came back. Oh, oh man. All right. So I'm going to quit worrying about all the technical stuff. This is the reason that you should have a producer and not try and do all of this by yourself. Because this has been me rambling and just kind of building an audience for seven minutes now and going nowhere. So uh, let's cut to some chase. So truth, love, and peace is my personal philosophy. And that comes out of a couple of different things. And I've wanted to get this out there and down in some way, shape, or form for, for people to, to utilize or, I don't know, tear apart. Uh, be critical of whatever um, but I needed a way to see the world and to process all of the information around me without getting bogged down in in, um, in distractions and so that became my ontology that became my religion so when people say what do you believe in well, I believe in truth love and peace and uh, I've wanted to write it all down for a long time, and this is kind of the first step in doing that. But truth, love, and peace came out of an earlier theory of mine that has to do with uh, fear, power, and novelty. There are those are all just different sides of of the same coins. But we'll get more in depth in all of that later on. Uh, I guess we'll start with one. The reason that truth, love, and peace is the go-to now is because that's the goal. Um, fear, power, and novelty, that theory is, is more a description of the beginning. And truth, love, and peace is the, uh, the, the understanding of where all of that goes. So it's the forward-thinking part, and it's the ideal part. Uh, and no matter what religion, creed, or belief system you buy into, there's some root, there's some things at the bottom of all of that that make sense for everybody, and uh, just some common values and things of that nature. And for me, that comes down to truth, love, and peace. So. What is the truth part? The, well, the, the reason that there are only three pieces and the reason that it's kind of spread out like that is because truth is power. And I'm talking about capital T truth, not lowercase t truth. Uh, capital T truth is all of the perspectives. It's all of the pieces, all of the puzzle pieces together. So somewhere down the road, there is truth. I think that truth is a culmination or a collection of all the possible perspectives. When you can see something from every possible angle, then you can really understand it. And so there is a, a component of truth that is gathering information. And there's also the idea for me that the truth is inevitable. And so there's no point hiding. There's no point beating around the bush. Sooner or later, the truth is inevitable. So you may as well just get to it as quickly as possible. And to deny it and to, to push it off is a whole lot of nonsense. And so when I was thinking about early on, uh, when I was thinking about what truth is and why it matters and how that could be an anchor point that came out of the idea of control and and what it, how we exercise control and how we try to survive 
And there's some things that we have control over and there's some things that we definitely don't have control over. And so for me, control came down to uh, this power dynamic that we see in the yin and yang, the back and forth, the balance uh, of everything. So that that back and forth of control and power is always going to be resolved eventually or 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 it won't be resolved either way that's a truth and so you both of those truths can exist and on a long enough timeline you may get to figure out the inevitability of which one of those truths is more truly than the other one but but the truth is inevitable and we should always look for it this is where we go from really grand to really teeny tiny and it's the reason that that it's my foundation for what I think power and control are. I think power and control reside ultimately in the truth. And the truth will set you free. By the way, this is not like I'm coming up with all of this and birthing it into the world for the first time. This is my collection of a ton of other smart people's ideas that I've put together in a way that works for me. Uh, so, yeah, don't get the wrong idea that, oh, I've thought of all this and figured all this out. No, no, no. This is just how I see it. And hopefully, by talking through how I see it, uh, maybe somebody else can can benefit from that. Or at the very least, I can benefit from saying it over and over and over again. So the truth is really important because it's inevitable. And that's where it's all going. Everything is moving towards whatever this next phase is uh, and there's there's the truth in that you know the there are truths like mortality we're all gonna die we all have to come to terms with our own mortality that's a truth um, the Sun will go out that's a truth you know and there's all kinds of debate about what's true you know politically and and spiritually and religiously or however you want to look at it and sure you can debate you can debate those things in the short term uh, and you can debate them here uh, in in a smaller perspective but on a larger timeline and from a larger perspective the truth is probably not a narrow point of view uh, and so the truth is where I hope to get to it's what I think power is and it's one of the reasons that I don't tolerate lying and dishonesty those things drive me nuts uh, because it's a waste of time because the truth is inevitable and uh, it's it's another reason to not go off half-cocked or to to get ahead of yourself because uh, usually <clears throat> the truth lies somewhere in the middle and um, and it takes time to gather all of that information and so Knowing the truth is not just a matter of, ooh, I know what's going on right here and right now. For me, knowing the truth is knowing that I'm learning about the truth. Uh, so that's, that's the truth portion. Uh, the, the, it's the power part. It's control. So the only power that, that I really think exists is the power of, of this truth. And, and you can call it movement. You can call it time. You can call it whatever you want. But... Uh, the inevitability of this won't last forever is a truth, and there are a lot of ways to, to piece that piece that out and and, uh, and mince it out. But but who knows? Oh, my little recorder stopped.
make that record. Oh, the card's full. Okay, well, it's a good thing we've got it recording in other places. So, that's the truth portion. Uh, it's part of the truth portion. Like, there's no completion to it. There, That's just... And this is a lot of me trying to figure out what's going on here and trying to get some stuff down. And There's a lot of first step going on in, in this whole thing. Uh, and some of this is decently planned out and some of it not so much. But I'm tired of thinking about test runs and so we're just doing it. We're hopping in full bore and doing it. So truth, that, that's why... And another thing that I want to do with all of this, and I, the reason I put it out there is so that the more I turn these cameras on and do these live streams uh, and have these conversations, the more evolved this worldview can become. So truth, love, and peace for me is uh, it, its just an expression of a way of life. And it's the kind of thing that I think we need right now because a lot of what's going on with all this BS uh, in just all kinds of nastiness humanity seems to be in a rough state although we're not there are a lot of promising things that are going on you know we're safer now than we've ever been and in a lot of ways and humanity's doing really really good in a lot of ways but we're really struggling in a lot of ways too and and so figuring out what the truth of of that whole situation is why are we behaving this way or why aren't things the way that we want them to be and coming up with real Criticism, which is too often forgotten, that criticism is not just the part where you bash stuff, but the part where you come up with solutions and make it better. And there's a whole lot of wanting to make it better, but not making it better. And so this is a step towards uh, towards me making it better. There's a lot of things that are going to come out of this, hopefully. Uh, there are a lot of things that I'm working towards. Um, spreading a good message is this portion of it and uh, so truth love and peace is is my mantra my means of spreading the good word and uh it's not new it's not original um in that i learned it from other people and uh so hopefully i can share it and and keep somebody from making any one of the mistakes that that i've made or just help somebody see the world a little bit better brighter but anyway uh, so, truth, love, and peace, the other parts are uh, more to do with emotion and context. Um, the reason for that is uh, control, emotion, and context are the three big pictures. You can come in, Zora, come on. Are the three big realms that I put everything in. Uh, not just, uh, I'm not even going to read that for us. Because I know you and I are going to go back and forth on this. I do miss you, though. As much as I enjoy arguing with you and debating with you on Facebook, I do I do miss you. And, uh, and I remember that time we were walking down the street from under the bridge. And I won't say the rest. But you and I remember what happened. It was really funny. And we had a good time in Cincinnati. Uh, and that's a thank you for the memory. But anyway, um, so truth, love, and peace. The context, the... Uh, control that we have over the context and the emotion uh, and the emotion part of it love the emotion part of it is not just the flowery emotional part it's 
the term for me emotion is rooted in feelings or biofeedback or physiological sensation. So what is it that you're feeling which usually manifests itself into some sort of emotion? Uh, like fear, which is the antithesis of diminished what? Oh, something about intellectual diversity has diminished thanks to mass media. I'm sure you're right, Forrest. Uh, see, and I read it and I got all distracted. And I said I wasn't going to. Anyway, uh, so emotion has more to do with uh, with what it is that we're feeling. So uh, fear is the antithesis or the, the other side of the coin for love. And the reason that worked out that way in, in my head is because I think fear is the first emotion, the first feeling that we turn into a, a, an emotion, which is, a I don't know, the way we think about what our body is feeling. But when you are being charged by a very dangerous animal, your body does certain things physiologically. And that feels a certain way. When your adrenaline dumps and your... I see. <laughs> and <laughs> when your adrenaline dumps and all of the blood inside your body rushes to your internal organs, uh, and in, in the case of you having to run, it rushes to your legs and out of your hands because you don't need it. And so there are physiological things that happen. There are things that happen in our body during different emotional states that make them different. Uh, and so that's a, a long way of saying nobody likes to feel afraid, but everybody wants to feel love. And I use love because I think love is the coming together of all of the happy things, joy and you know, comfort and all of that fun stuff. Uh, I'm sure you are, Forrest. I keep looking at that and seeing that comment. I'm sure you're right. So, <clears throat> so that's the, the love part of it is, like I said, truth, love, and peace is the ideal version of, of this theory and this worldview. And um, what's up, Craig? I can't wait to go back and read whatever it is you two are talking about. Uh, so, so emotion is, is really important because the, the, the way that we feel dictates the way that we behave, specifically anger. Uh, I've had anger issues all my life. And so I know because I've done a lot of research that when your brain is eating up all of the chemicals that go along with fear and anger, you are not thinking logically and rationally. You go into what's called fight or flight mode. These are real common terms. Everybody's aware of this stuff. And so when you go into fight or flight mode, your brain is only thinking about surviving. And so when you're angry, you're not thinking about the bigger perspective. You're thinking about how do I get my foot out of the freaking trap? How do I survive? How do I not die? How do I not get eaten? And that's not that's not the kind of mentality that makes for a good peace treaty. Uh, so 
so love is the the ideal form of let's sit around and and be okay and and be happy and fear is the the driving part the survival part not that not that i think everything should be lovey-dovey all the time because utopia and nirvana that's just not fun you know we we know that we are happier when we are struggling to achieve something uh, human beings sitting around having too much to do it's like in the matrix they didn't make that up when they said we found that utopia just didn't work for the human brain i think that's part of the whole monkey brain thing that we got to get rid of but uh we'll talk about that more in depth another time so i got my cheat sheet over here that's what i keep looking at uh, so peace is the other part of that truth love and peace truth has to do with the control that we exercise over the context Love has to do with the filters, the terministic streams, the state of being that we bring to that context. And peace describes the context. Uh, context is important because nothing happens outside of context. And context is the one thing that links all the stuff inside your head to all the stuff out there that forms this feedback loop uh, that, that we are partaking in uh, and feebly think that we can influence in ways that we cannot but some ways we can but uh but there are a lot of ways that we can't and making up money is one of them uh, but that's a whole other thing oh shit Forrest is posting references i hope that's the picture of us with bootsy collins and not something ridiculous uh so so peace being the on the ideal side of the coin peace is the part that that when you meditate and you seek for an ideal, you think of peace because it is, it's calm, it's comfortable, it's relaxing. And it's what we all hope to find uh, at the end of the journey. But, but the end of the journey is just the prelude to the next journey, right? Because nobody's content sitting around and, uh, and not having a whole lot of fun. So that's kind of an introduction to truth, love, and peace. It's also the reason that I wear the three malas, somebody asked. Uh, and the that's part of my meditation practice just because I kind of went off the deep end and needed to get regrounded and rerooted. And that was one of the ways that I did it uh, was just getting back into some intensive meditation. Um, but the philosophy part is something that I've always been a fan of through the martial arts that I've studied for, for so long. Um, the uh, the philosophy's always been been really fun to me, but uh, my mom was all worried that I was I was Buddhist all of a sudden. I'm like, no, I've been very aware of Buddhism for a very long time, and they've got some good ideas. If you want to talk about psychological and uh, mental well being and practice, uh, meditation and yoga and all that stuff, people realize this now. They're good for you. It's it's healthy. Um, so. Having been aware of that for a long time, I, I went back to, to doing doing some of those practices. And so that there's the answer to that question. The, the reason that I wear three malas is because truth, love, and peace, each one represents a different one. So uh, having that on me is a good reminder to keep me from flying off the handle or doing something ridiculous or, or having a ridiculous thought that I can't control. Or my worst scenario is... Uh, uh, is like I said, anger. And so when I get inside my head and start making up things to be angry about and worry about, uh, that leads to really bad, dark places for me. And so having a philosophy like truth, love, and peace, and having a means to 
wear that and, and take it around with me and feel it, make it tangible, uh, which tactile is one of the one of the ways that I learn best. So that works really well for me. And um, yeah, so there's a lot more to all three of those concepts, uh, truth, love, and peace, but that that's kind of the overview. It's also the reason for the three little emojis that I put on everything, the sun and the heart and the peace sign, truth, love, and peace. Uh, so that's a segue into some really deep, fun stuff. Uh, <laughs> so the reason that the sun represents truth is a throwback to Egypt and Ra and the sun god. And before that, all of the sun-worshipping sky paleo-astrology, uh, all of the astral cults that came before modern religion. Uh, so there's a segue for you. Truth, love, and peace. Yeah, sunshine, hearts, peace signs. And I know that it's not truth, love, and peace all the time, and it can't be truth, love, and peace all the time, and that there's going to be some dark times, and that's the reason for fear, power, novelty. That's where it all started, was in some dark places. But it doesn't have to be dark and horrible all the time. Uh, and even when it is dark and horrible, knowing that the ideal forms of these things that terrorize us, truth, love, and peace are out there and they're attainable and a lot of them start in me it makes it a lot easier for me to uh, overcome little hurdles like setting up the cameras and sitting down and, and talking and not being too terrified what people have to say about it um, so so yeah truth love and peace that's uh, that's where all this is heading so the theme for the rest of these in some way shape or form is gonna end up coming back to uh, what's the truth? And uh, the I don't always know the truth, but we should all go looking for it. And we should all look for it really, really diligently. Um, that's the important part. Don't, for God's sakes, don't believe what you read on Facebook because that's uh, yeah, ridiculous. Uh, Facebook is entertainment. I know we all have a lot of debates and, and we, enjoy, uh, we enjoy playing on Facebook. But Facebook is entertainment. Let's not get carried away. And, um, and be, just be aware of the bullshit that gets tossed out. And, and that there's a better way. There's a better way than getting all pissy and angry and, and upset. You, we don't change people's minds that way anyway. Uh, so, for the person who asked, why do I always stir the pot on Facebook, it's because it's educational. Uh, because people like Craig and people like Forrest will debate and will will give you an honest perspective on what people think and how people think. And that's important. Um, we need to be honest with each other. Not brutally honest all the time, but sometimes we need to be honest. And something I ran into recently is on Facebook people have in any social media people forget that they're talking to real people and if you talk to people like you would in real life then it it makes it a lot easier you know um, the heated language and the volatility is amusing and it, it's it's good for the blood pressure but it's not always necessary and um, 
And so if you are trying to persuade somebody and not just sharpen the swords, uh, keep that in mind. Sometimes it's just about sharpening the swords, though, man. Uh, some days you just have to test your beliefs, and the best way to test them is to toss them out on the table and see if they come back in one piece. Um, I try not to get angry about it, even though sometimes I do. Um, but it's that's where the truth part of this whole thing comes in. You have to constantly test what you know. And you can't be upset that you're wrong, because we're all wrong. We're all wrong regularly. We've all been wrong before, and we'll all be wrong again. You know, for crying out loud, there are people running around who think the earth is flat. So people can be wrong. Um, I'm sure there is something out there that I am just as wrong about as flat earthers. And as much as it pains me to say that, that has to be the truth. It just has to be the truth. And so knowing, knowing that makes it a little bit easier to step back and go, okay, maybe I don't need to be uber insulting when somebody's talking about stuff that I may not know a whole lot about. But it would be nice if people would be a little more aware of who's aware of what uh, because it's really annoying when you go looking for the truth and then people come up and they're like, oh, I got some truth for you, and it's three weeks old, that's a pain in the butt. So we could do with, without all that. Hello, Zora. How are you, kitty? I think she's upset that I'm not playing with her and that she's got a new food bowl. But that's just the truth. She still loves it. She gets fed. She doesn't love me. She just loves getting fed. Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, the flat earth, the pyramids thing. Um, John Anthony West, if you want to catch up on the pyramids, there's a lot of truth out there about it. I'm not going to step in it and say anything ridiculous, but uh, you can go back and see the conversation that Forrest is referencing. Uh, and Egypt is a lot of, I'll, I'll say this, because I, I know this is safe. Egypt is a lot older than 3,500 years. And we know that because ancient Egyptian historians tell us that. So uh, we can debate which part of the pyramid and the pyramid complex may or may not have been around 50, 60, 70,000 years ago. But I assure you there was stuff going on in Egypt uh, back in the day. Uh, for sure. For sure. Robert Schock talks about how uh, the Sphinx and the weather erosion on the back of the Sphinx has to be 10,000 years plus and knowing what was going on in the Younger Dryas and right before the Younger Dryas means that the Sphinx was probably around for a good chunk before that, especially if you look at the archaeoastrology of Leo and the, the, rising, uh, the rising of Leo and the orientation of the Sphinx. Uh, which John Anthony West goes so far as to say he believes in the 64,000 year time frame. So, so there you go. Uh, I'm not an Egyptologist, but I have read a lot of these different works and am happy to tell you what these people's opinions are. So there you go, Forrest. Um, my comments on Egypt for you. And, uh, and Gobekli Tepe, Australia, 75,000 year contiguous culture. And uh, get your buddy that... Uh, that came in and defended me. Anyway, nice sidetrack. 
Uh, I know you've been dying for me to chime in on it, and I'm sure the comments are riddled with it. But we can have that conversation on a whole other. You should be a guest. That's what we should do, Forrest. Uh, you and anybody else that wants to be uh, can just get a hold of me through Facebook or in the messages or in the comments or whatever. And, uh, and we can talk about it. We can talk about it live. Because if you know some shit that I don't know, I want to I learn. And that's what hopefully this whole series, or what will eventually be a series, uh, can, can turn out to be. Once he did not take your side. He did take my side. I'll go pull it up and I will quote it if I have to. He did take my side. Um, anyway. <laughs> so that's exactly what I hope to turn this series into is something that we can we can all learn from and uh and and we can all talk about and there are plenty of great topics that we can talk about we can talk about the nephilim we can get into ancient egyptian history uh we can talk about the younger dryas and we can talk about gobekli tepe i've seen some really compelling theories on uh the the hybrids that came out of the Norse Siberian region like there's fun stuff out there there's fun stuff out there <laughs> so so yeah uh, we'll pull, pull together some uh, some data there for us and we'll have a chat about Egypt I um, I know some other people that would be interested in joining us uh, I don't know if uh, I don't know who all's out there watching and listening right now but I know we can get John Cook or somebody to come over here and play some music for us in the background he's always dying to do that I know a couple of people that might play guitar <laughs> just, just a couple just a couple so maybe we'll have some live entertainment for uh, for the background but but we're doing this again we're doing this again so anybody that wants to come to the camper and and hang out and chat uh, please let me know. Anybody that wants me to come to you to chat, please let me know. Um, we can do it at my place. We can do it wherever. There's some time restrictions at my place. Uh, but this particular setup, we can take wherever. Um, so, yeah, like I, I, can, I can literally bring this anywhere that has Wi-Fi for sure. Uh, without the Wi-Fi, it gets a little stripped down, and we have to, to not do one of the four or five things we're doing right now. So that's not a big deal. God damn, I love rambling. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to cuss. My bad, Mom. Um, yeah, so if you want to talk about truth, love, and peace, or what you whatever your version of truth, love, and peace is, whatever you believe in, whatever you enjoy, whatever motivates you, then, uh, then we can talk about it. Uh, I've got some, some questions that lead into those categories that I'm hoping to ask some, some of our cool friends. Um, Lefty Collins, long overdue, buddy. You and me, man. Let's, uh, let's get together. I can bring this to your house. I know you're laid up, so I will come to you. I will bring this to your pad, and we will run the batteries out, my boy. It'd be a good time. Um... Yeah, so truth, love, and peace. That's that's what we're going to talk about. That's where all this is going. And it's going to get big. It's going to get big and it's going to get deep. Obviously, i got lots of things to talk about when it comes to truth. Things that I know. Things that, um, things that I don't know. But I spend a lot of time listening to people talk. 
so uh, I got lots of information to weigh out and um, and that's just just a taste um, also uh, keep up on Facebook uh, the rest of the social media is coming but if anybody wants to talk comedy uh, if anybody wants to talk stand-up comedy, let me know. Uh, I post the crap out of all the stand-up comedy stuff that's going on because that is an awesome community that is growing very, very quickly. Uh, for those of you catching up, um, Back Porch Comedy, Back Porch over in Pensacola, Blind Mule, Open Mic, Wednesday Nights, Whatever Comedy on Facebook, Back Porch Comedy on Facebook, um, Open mic at the Olive Drop on Mondays. Open mic at Cordova Lanes on Thursdays. And uh, Back Porch Late Night Rated R Show with Ryan Pfeiffer on Friday nights at the Back Porch. Also, Back Porch Comedy Friday nights uh, prior to the Rated R Show. Um, and then... I know I'm forgetting some people. Uh, I can't remember who else. Um, check out Joey Livingston and NCG Studios on YouTube. You may have seen me share some of that stuff on Facebook. Joey Livingston, uh, I met through the back porch comedy scene, the Pensacola comedy scene. Uh, incredible host. Uh, his dad, Dr. Jones, uh, does a really great philosophy show. Uh, NCG Studios. If you like podcasts, if you like listening to me talk, uh, definitely uh, go listen to Joey too. He's awesome. Uh, the Middle of Greatness and Quality Control are his two shows. Um, and thank you to Joey for having me on and Dr. Jones and, and everybody at NCG Studios because hanging out over there has helped get me motivated to do this again, which I'm loving already. And um, what else? What else? What else? I know there's stuff that I'm forgetting. And if I am, please uh, add it to the comments. If you've seen me there, then you know I'm willing to plug it. Uh, please add that to the list. Uh, and truth, love, and peace. Remember, that's that's where all this is going. Uh, we're going to have lots of conversations about the truth and how we can get to a more loving place and, and what it's all about to have peace of mind. And, um, and of course, the dark side of that fear power novelty those things are going to come up too but but um we're going in a positive direction because uh why not why not so yeah there you go i think that's probably all i've got to yammer on about now i feel like i've yammered on long enough but yeah context emotion and control those are the underlying topics the root and there you go. There's a little synopsis of my theory. Fear, power, novelty, truth, love, and peace. And uh, I'll explain more as, as we go. But for the time being, thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. Truth, love, peace.